to get your helmets on because it's gonna get rough in here all the way from studio b it's showtime for john ken and mark the detroit sports authority It's one of those things where I'm trying to figure out what the heck I did with my phone. Oh. Oh, well. <laughs> rough. <laughs> yeah. If, he said it's going to get rough in here, so rough. If you're, if you're calling, um, I don't have the phone. Oh, yeah, I do. Never mind. Keep calling. How about the, the sound box? <sighs> you make me do things that I have to run around and go grab. Yeah. All right. It. You ready? No, you just keep talking. You, oh, you know, here's okay. the story. You do the intro. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> let's see. We are the Detroit Sports Authorities, and as authorities, we're not mere self-proclaimed experts like you get on ESPN. We're the actual authorities, so what we say goes. And it's not that we think we're right, we are right. So that's where our authority comes from. Uh, We are not bought and paid for by anybody. We're willing, but no offers yet. (laughs) We... uh, don't follow the FCC regulations. Uh, we follow some other nonsense out there, which means the language can get a little salty at times. And if it does, bring some pepper. Uh, is there anything else? Uh, did you do? Let's see now. Depending which one. And you do. Uh, everything that we say here is our opinions. So if you get pissed off when you hear our opinion, and you want to sue us. <laughs> Go Too <try>. bad. <laughs> Stand in line. <laughs> and we do have the highest standards. We're not controlled by those clowns at the... Let's see. <laughs> oh, yeah. There we go. Oh, all right. There we go. So, forget about crisscross in here. All right. So, now everybody's back. It is kind of weird. Justice thing. Um, me, you, me, you. Okay, so here we go. I'll get myself an old baby. Oh, baby. There we go. So now we're back online. Just like, all right, we got everything here. The highest standards of high quality production work is done here every day at CKWI Radio 76. So now with the legal team, do they know that you're a CPA? Yes. Do they? Yeah. No, no I mean at the federal building? Yeah. Do they really? Yeah, I told them, yeah. And so they're going to like have you pour through some... 
Yeah, I'm sure that uh, if there's any tax fraud cases that come through, I'll be uh, I'll be looking at me saying, please decipher this. What does this mean? You'll be happy to know, everybody, that that our good friend, uh, as I, as I watch the bounce, Kenny here is now on a grand juryist. Yes. So I mean, do you have to get like a T-shirt or something? Said so, you know, follow me to the grand jury, <laughs> or I'm with the judge. Yeah. You know, or something. I'm Here a stupid. The judge. Here comes the judge. <laughs> I mean, it's, how do you do that? I mean, what do you have to do? You know, now they, they say, okay, come up to the 14th floor and sit there, and then they trot in all these people? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. They, they, there will be different cases that they'll bring in, and they'll present the evidence, and it's up to the grand jury to decide whether there's probable cause to move forward to an indictment. Uh-huh. Okay, well, makes sense to us. All right, yeah. so... Uh, hang everybody that doesn't like Chrysler vehicles, and hang everybody that doesn't listen. Uh, that'd be my first question I'd ask. Do you listen to CK? Yeah, that's right. Do and you if, listen to Detroit sports authorities. <laughs> and if it's a no, then, oh, I'll see you in the chair. I'll see you fry. <coughs> you know, good Lord for but these. Actually, actually, the grand jury doesn't have anything to do with proclaiming guilt or innocence. That's the trial. Our process is much earlier in the, in the process where we're actually deciding whether they can file an indictment. Yeah, but here's the story. If you go, I, I don't think so, I don't see anything here, case stops. Right. Okay, right. so you can say, I am your gate. Yes. You know, either you listen to the authorities or you go to the next step. That's right. Play your chances. Yeah. You know, oh, well. Wah, wah. Whoops. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that, that was the judge. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you have to sit in front of judges or federal, um, federal uh, lawyers? It's, it's attorneys. Well, today was with the judge, and then going forward, it's going to be with the uh, the uh, attorney. Really? Federal attorney. Yeah. Uh, the only time the judge is going to get involved is if there's something that, you know, question comes up or something. I was going to say, can you ask questions? Yes. Say, why does that guy look like he had a lot of 38 slugs in his head? Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, do they bring in... Excuse me, was that an axe sticking out of his head? Yeah. <laughs> Is that FBI on the side? Uh, yeah. Okay. Tell me about axes and FBI. Did you get a chance to see any of the Cabrera thing? Well, I saw the home run. I mean, uh, I didn't see it live. I Actually, on Sunday, I was at MIS watching the NASCAR race. Sorry to hear it. My first experience, and it was interesting. How neck? How red your neck? <laughs> you know, okay. Yeah. yeah well, I, I, it's interesting to me. You know, I, on two different counts. One, yay! Finally, mm-hmm. you know, you didn't get it done in Detroit. Oh well, you weren't going to. I mean, there's there's other parks that are easier to hit a home run out of. You know, and if you were going to hold him back, then you, you were just going to proclaim Detroit Tigers that this guy is something but a cheap circus act. Yeah. You know, and that's all it was. Cheap party favor and, you know, that's the only reason why you had them there. You know, you were almost extorting people to bring them in, you know, to see, you know, the Tigers play for one guy that may have hit history. But how it goes. You know, I wasn't, I don't know if I was all that impressed. How about yeah. you? No, not particularly. I mean, it's another home run. You just yeah. you see so many home runs anymore that just one more. Hmm. But here, here's the thing. You know, he, he's got a couple more milestones coming up. <sighs> 3,000 hits, 600 doubles. Um, 600 probably, doubles? Yeah, probably won't hit either one of them this year. Oh, no, no chance. Now he- you get into next year with the labor strife. 
and we'll see if we play at all next year. Does that contract, does that hold then, or is that contract play? If they go into labor strike next year, is everything frozen, and then you get like a next yep. year? Well, it, it actually depends on whether, I would think it depends whether it's a strike or a lockout. Okay, so if they strike, they get no money, but the contract still holds to next year. So in, instead of playing in 2022, he could play in 2023. Well, he's signed for 23 anyway. Ugh. He has two years to go. Mm-hmm. So if he loses next year, there's always the following year. All right, so he wouldn't be like backdated go to 2024 then? No, no. Hot dog. But what happens, interestingly enough, is let's say he gets loses next year and he gets into 23 ah. yikes what happened there they're shooting at us yeah no kidding <laughs> uh 2023 he's another year older oh yeah he's another 20 pounds fatter oh no he's not he's going to show up in the greatest shape of his life oh, of course again yeah part 38 and yep. what a shit show that's going to be <sighs> and you know he, he needs three more doubles and you get into the middle of june and he still needs three more doubles yeah, then what are you going to do? I mean, is are they going to do what they did with with Mantle and and uh, Denny McLean? I mean, they grooved Mantle's last home run. Yeah, you know. I mean, is it going to be to the point where all these guys are going to tip the hat to the guy, to Cabrera, and say, "Look, I'm going to groove you." I don't know how to groove a double, you know, because really yeah. that thing would have to be an inside the park home run. It's got to be bouncing around out there for a while for him yeah. to chug into second base. <laughs> Like the outfielders would like boot it or just like swoop it along and darn, I didn't get it. I mean, by the time he makes that turn, if he doesn't blow a wheel, you know, yeah. it's kind of like, um, okay. You know, I mean, in in the body of everything, it, congratulations, man, because really they go, he's 28 out of how many millions have played baseball in their lifetimes. Yeah. You know? So, seriously, it's a tip of the hat. But you notice how fast the luster fell off, you know? I mean, it was like, yeah, 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 thank God you got... I mean, if you would have got 500 home runs without, like, struggling to get to them for the last couple, and if you weren't making $34 million a year and holding up that spot, there is no way in God's green earth he should be hitting fourth. Right. None, you know? I mean, you might as well put uh, Zach short up there huh. at fourth you know if that could i mean he does zach he does take it to the warning track you know and he can poke him i mean the kid's a rookie you know he looks like he's 21 pounds but man do you see the plays he makes he's a keeper yeah. without a doubt that kid is a keeper you know i mean I, he's i think he's I playing on the say without a doubt oh i have no doubt who else you got as a shortstop well, that, okay, that's the problem. He's the best of a bad lot. Oh, I don't think he's bad at all. I don't think the guy can hit for crap. So far, he's a rookie, you know, okay. but look at what his job is to be a shortstop, and he plays defensively better than anybody on that team plays. On that team, because that is a team without a shortstop. What you really or need is second you baseman need to have, or first baseman. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah. you really need to have a professional shortstop out there. I mean, that's one of the holes on this team. But do you think the kid could learn to hit? You know, I, I mean, mean there's, I, I think the upside's limited. Would you be happy with 250, 251? Oh, absolutely. All right, I think it's conceivable he can hit 251. I mean, look how long you stayed with the kid that was hitting 034. 
Yeah. You know, and falling, you know, but he couldn't do anything, you know, so it, it's almost like Cabrera. It's like, how much is Cabrera? Cabrera's going to go one of two ways. What do you think? Pressure's off. Here he goes like a tornado. Pressure's off. Eh. I got two more years to make. I got to get 30 hits a year. 30 hits a year out of 100-some games, 160-some games, you know, to get to 3,000. All right. It's like, dude, you're already a shoe-in. There is no reason to, you know... Six one half dozen of the other, you know, because you can go, dude. You can just coast, mm-hmm. you know, which you've been doing for years, you know. Now it's a matter of how did you hit that triple crown, and how come you're always hurt, and how come you never came through in the World Series, you know? How come it's so? It, it's almost becoming now a Statford, you know. Yeah, I mean, you're not helping the team an inch. No, not at all, you know. And if you were, you would be hitting fourth, hit ninth. Try all you want. If you're still a great hitter, you're still going to get looks. Mm-hmm. Well, I think what we're going to see, <coughs> my thinking is that we're going to see him start getting more days off through the end of the year. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they'll still play him, and I don't think they're going to move him out of fourth. But if he plays four games a week, I think that's fine. A couple days off. Uh, and I think that's the way we're going to see it through the end of this year. Next year, who knows? Could be a washout. Get into the yeah. final year, then what do you do? You got the thirty-two million dollar man. He's like the million, six million dollar man times six. <laughs> yeah, but can you buy him out <coughs> in that situation? Nope. Nope. You know, now you're stuck. Yep, you're stuck. You're paying him one way or the other. So what are you going to do? Oh no, and you can't get rid of him. You know, you can't buy him out, and you can't get rid of him because the fans would go nuts mm-hmm. that the guy is 60-some hits away, and you blew him out. Right. You know? but, but I think what we're going to see, though, I mean, he'll probably get within 20, 30 hits by the end of this year. I think so? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because yeah, not that far off. He's like 55, I think, away from it now. Okay, so oh. he's got two and a half years, two and third year. Mm-hmm. To make 55 hits. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like, what, one every third, well, he'd have to hit 300. Well, no, no not at all. No. Not even close. No. You know, that's... So, let's see, in the, in the last year, he's a halftime player. And you, yeah. hit him, you hit him sixth. You don't want to hit him ninth because that's an insult. But you hit him sixth. Seen his average? I know. Okay, want to talk insults? <laughs> no. Want to talk insults for $32 million bucks? So, he hit him sixth. He, he hit him every, you know, you play him every second game. So, he plays 81 games last year. Gets his doubles, gets his hits, and off into the sunset. Done. So, is that with his last year, do you bring up the torque and green thing? Because then you don't have to worry about offending Cabrera. I don't think you should have to worry about offending Cabrera anyways. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, just <clears throat> you know, you, you don't want to needlessly antagonize your star player. I mean, the guy who's been your star player for so many years. Mm-hmm. Just, it's not a good look around the league. Yeah. Well, I, are you into winning? or Are you into appeasing? Well, right now we're not into winning anyway. <laughs> I mean, if if you're playing Zach short at shortstop and you're saying that's good enough, well, then you're really not into winning. He, I think by far, I don't know how you're overlooking his his fielding abilities are unmatched by anybody on that team. Sure, but if fielding, if fielding ability was the be-all, end-all, Jose Iglesias would be an all-star. 
and he should still be here. Yeah. You know, but look how what he's doing not too shabby with with the Angels. Mm-hmm. You know, he's hitting his weight. He's hitting 250. He hit cleanup the other night. <laughs> yeah, see what I mean? And he can feel like no tomorrow. I think he's another, you know, Zach Short. He he could play outside of his brain. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen any infielders that could play that smoothly since you know who and you know who. You know, there is. I mean, as as you said last year. I mean, last week about the you know the carousel of people playing the infield. Yeah. You know, I mean, Zach Short could. The reason why you have a designated hitter is to make up for somebody who can't hit worth a. F- yeah. You know, this is not to say the kid cannot round up. You know, and to hit be you know be a two fifty hitter, you'd be you know. Here's the checkbook. Here well, you he, go. Here, here's the thing. You look at his act short, and he struggles at the plate, right? Mm-hmm. Up until this year, the Tigers had another guy in their system. He was a tremendous fielder. Couldn't hit a lick. Then he revamped his swing, and it seems like it's clicked. Yeah. Derek so. Hill. Derek Hill right now is looking like a very credible leadoff hitter. His on-base percentage is pretty good. Tons of speed. And what uh, what a vacuum cleaner in center field. You think so? Yep. All right, so how many more years are you going to give him before he becomes a starting fixture? Oh, he's but, starting now. Yeah, but he seems like he's in and out. Does he get hurt a lot? He does get hurt a lot. Great. Is he a China down? Well, he... Uh, he just came back from the uh, injured list, and B- Badu came back too, after that collision they had. Yeah, I mean, they really into each other pretty good. That's two freight trains, man. Yeah. So, <clears throat> but uh, Hill looks like he's figured it out with the bat. So, nice line drive hitter, gets on base quite a bit, and if you have Badu hitting behind him, that's a good one-two punch. Yeah, I'm just looking for it. It's like so far. Zach Short's got uh, 19 RBIs and 18 runs. He's hitting 293. Damn. <laughs> That's his OPS. <laughs> oh, sorry. I had my thumb on there. I couldn't see so well. Um, yeah. However, we got him some Chicago Cubs. Yeah. I'm impressed. That, but for who? Kids at 180 pounds. All right. He's how old is he? He can't be that old. He was born in ninety five. You know. That's twenty six. Right, maybe he is that old. Wow. Ninety five? God, I thought he'd be born in like twenty oh five. Huh. Looks like a youngster. Just a youngster. Yeah. I mean really you can't what was his Oh the funny thing is they go by game. You know, but I mean, he poked a couple out there. I, th- how many, I wish I could see how many home runs he's had. You know, I mean, that was, that to me was just like, psh, are you kidding me? You know, how tall is Zach Short? <laughs> huh. I have ten, by the way. In case, how case long you're is how long is Zach Short? <laughs> Crankly, <laughs> uh, scouting reports. Well, there you go. I mean, for some home runs, six home runs. Okay. All right, so that ain't bad. Yeah. Six home runs for 138 at-bats. You know, at one time he had more than Cabrera, mm-hmm. and nobody was bitching, huh. you know, at Cabrera. So there you go. And making the league minimum, 
you know, not bad. I don't yeah. know, man. I'd watch him. I, I think you. I think you can make up. You know, if you had some outfielders, you know, I don't know what Grossman's doing. Talk about up, down, up, down. Whew. Okay, so what, 18 home runs? Whew. And uh, good on-base percentage. And he's getting the can, job done. He can, surprisingly, he works the walks, man. Yeah. You know? Okay, here's uh, Zach Short. He's hitting 148. His OPS is 555. That's great. That's lame. That's <laughs> fabulous. Yeah. He's a rookie. Yeah, I know. No, he's a rookie. Nobody bitched when Cabrera came up. What did he hit when Cabrera came up? Three eighty-one. Yeah, and he didn't do it here. Yeah, that's for sure. He did it in Florida. Yeah, yeah, and it's amazing. And considering that you thought that the pitcher would have been the better of the two, because everybody knew who he was. Yeah. And who's this Cabrera kick in? Yeah. You know. But then again, you know, how many people in in Miami go? We could have had Cabrera. You know. Yeah. I mean, it, it's the trick. Here's the story. 500 home runs, triple crown. You win. You know, I mean, really, how many home runs did K-Line have? 399. Yeah, okay. So, and still first ballot yep. with the 3,000 mm-hmm. hits or whatever, however uh-huh. they weigh that. You know, all-round player could actually field. Mm-hmm. You know, whereupon which Cabrera, you know, stats at third base. Well, okay. You know, and, and we're moving along. He, he at third base he resembled a mattress. <laughs> if the ball hit him, it wasn't going through. <laughs> Otherwise, that's it. <laughs> yeah, you know you're absolutely right. You know it, it, it's it's spooky how that works. You know to think that you had two of the biggest on on the corners. You know if you didn't bounce off Prince when you were rounding second, you would have to bounce off Cabrera, and Cabrera wasn't going to let you go. You know. But then again, I'm trying to think, in that era, who was the catcher at the time? Bruce Kim. No, yeah, it's no. always Bruce Kim is like the answer to all trivia questions. It's not. You know, I'm trying to think who, it, it wasn't, um, it, it would have to be somebody like uh, John P. Wakapus. <laughs> no, not him. Not at all. You wonder, I mean, because I, I, I don't know. Was it know. Avila? I think it was Avila. Yeah, because you would have to have that. Or Laird. Laird was a big guy, fat guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean. Good defensive catcher. Very good. But couldn't do what? Couldn't hit very well. He hit okay. Nobody bitched about him, But right? he could hit about 210. He wasn't hitting 154. He's a rookie. He also has 138 bats, you know. And he didn't play every game since the beginning of the season, which you would have seen his, you know, his average rise to 278, 280. Because he hits better in cold weather? Yes. Yeah, see? <laughs> and he does better in National League parks. Yep, there we go. Okay. And, yeah. Uh, God, I, I, what were the other stupid things that, you know, they, they don't like the beginning. You know, they got to change it from the cold from Florida, from up here. Yeah. You know, and then whatever, whatever, whatever. Always an excuse. Okay. You know, I, okay, so here's Zach Short. We encourage you to do steroids, all right? And then Kenny will keep you on the team. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I mean, we could trot back down work. You know, Ray Euler. You got to work on his launch angle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. I was just impressed to see that they were playing in Toronto. That was weird to yeah. me. You know? But boy, that park's getting old looking quick. You know, I mean, that used to be the sharpest idea 
they have a hotel in there and stuff, you know. But then they had all these, you know, anecdotal stories about people banging against the glass, you know. So you'd see like somebody's boobs up against the glass <laughs> and somebody like tapping it from the back while the game was on and shit. And then everybody would like, hey. You know, dude's pitching a no-hitter, and everyone's looking at the chick with the boobs against the glass. <laughs> Look! You know, it, it would be kind of fun in a way, but okay. You know, but it, it was really, for those who don't know, I mean, they built a, a stadium in a hotel. You know, covered it up and everything, and it was really sharp. It was super revolutionary at the time. You know, because everybody thought this is going to be how it's going to go from now on. No. You know, but still, nifty. Anyways... Yeah. That they could play in Canada because they're going, well, there's a lot of Tiger fans here. Huh. No, from where? Yeah. From Hamilton? Must be. Yeah, because nobody went over the border. And they kept saying it time and time again. And it's like, God bless. Get, and it was it was ship, ship, and shit, and Monroe. Huh. It was like, oh, my God, it's all I can do to handle this. Huh. You know? But And that's why we put up today, you know, George and Alan, that's it. No more, you know. If there's, if you can clone people, and I know you can, you scientists that are listening to us today, you know, find the remains of the George Peach, or, or not the George Peach, you know, or the guy from Swifton, you know, and Al, yup, you know, because you know that's the first thing he's going to say coming out of the tube, yup, you know. All right, hooray! Right? Please, 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 put some money and get. Honest to God, I, I don't know how much your son would go for. You know, but whatever it is, it'd be a humongous step up. Yeah. Huge step up. You know, go from doing hockey games to doing Tiger games. Shows you how bad ship shape shop. And, you know, no, notice how nobody, nobody is asking for Morris's return. No. You know, none. he was bad. Yeah. He should have been taken off the air. Not because of an insensitive remark. He's he should have been taken bad. off because he's lousy at what he does. He's horrible at what he does. He's he's incredibly bad. And you know what? Another thing is that we were taking a look at uh, Petrie was in there, and Petrie's okay. Yeah. But Petrie's hanging on to a baseball while he's talking. Why do these pitchers have to hang on to a baseball? What are you going to show us? Or you can't be on TV? Is that like you know to calm your nerves? You hold on to a baseball during a broadcast, and you should not be broadcasting. You know, fucking find Pete Rose. Yeah. Pete Rose would be badass for a color commentator. You know, because he doesn't care. Man, he just let it fly. He'd now, with awesome. the, with, especially now with all the sports betting, he could give all the odds. Oh, hell yes, he could. He said, "Hang on, hang on. I'm putting a bet in right now. Hold on." <laughs> really? <laughs> and it's yeah. Oh, I, why they didn't? It was such a natural that they should have included him in. You know. Because you're never going to get into the Hall of Fame. You just won't ever, never, ever, ever, ever. You know, you'd have to be in the old-timers committee and the 100-year committee. <coughs> you know, but talking about sports bets, this is exactly what we wanted to talk today about. Yeah, you know, and it's amazing when you, see, move. when you see how the attitude has shifted regarding sports betting. It used to be anathema. You couldn't get anywhere near it. It's going to corrupt the game. Yeah. And we've had scandals. We had the NBA coach... Involved in throwing games, we had the Black Sox scandal in uh, in baseball. We had Pete Rose, yeah. and it was like kryptonite. Now, what is it? It's another revenue source. Yeah, and for who? I mean, I don't think it's fifty-fifty split, is it? I doubt it. Yeah, I doubt it too. And, and that's kind of the 
in, in the one thing you did touch on at one time that was sports betting was so taboo you could not have anything in the state of Nevada no sports no no pro sports nothing because you knew you were going to be thrown yeah. now come on down yeah pro yeah. football pro baseball you know got the hockey team rocking got the football team rocking at one time had NASCAR come on down mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know and it's like I don't know what happened if like a piano fell on all their heads and they go oh we will bet on our games you know yeah. Next. yeah it, it really it comes down to the, the short-term money yeah they're looking at all the dollars you think they'll go in the contract in the contract negotiations next year I'm sure that's going to be one of the uh, points of contention. Wow, there's going to be that's what there's going to be a big fight. I mean, they they got screwed out of some of that money from that uh, media thing that they sold. The players didn't get any of that. Oh, they they got sold down the river with this yeah, last yeah. the last the contract yeah. they were on right now. Yeah, let's and just hurry up. And there's serious problems with the uh, system. I mean, you've seen guys being held out at the start of the year. They're sent to the minors until their service time hits a certain point. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's that's all screwed up. Yeah, so, I mean, they really time. do need to go back and redo it. <coughs> but the owners, you know that the owners are looking at it going, well, we don't want to give up anything. Yeah, right. We're raking it in. Oh, man, why, why should we want to do anything different? Well, because now what they'll do is they'll raise the ceiling. Mm-hmm. You know, or raise the floor. They're going to raise the floor, and in exchange, they want to lower the salary, uh, the the luxury tax cap. All right. So now coming into this, and we're going to get right back to the into the um, broadcast into the uh, betting thing. But what would be the beef this time around? Salaries are too high. Is that what the owners are saying? Uh, I mean, would that be the part of the lockout? Well, it's always. I mean, the owners are always going to say salaries are too high. Yeah. I mean, that, that's just a given. But the, uh, I think the biggest problem is that there are certain buckets of revenue that are excluded, and the players are looking at it going, well, why the hell is it excluded? You know, we, we should get a cut of that, too, because it's part of the part of the revenue generation machine. Yeah. And uh, so I, th- I really think it's the players that are looking for the... The change is because the current contract is such a screw job. Well, it, it always goes, and hockey was the worst one of those, and, and hockey owners were the biggest idiots, to the point where they were going, you know, the salaries are too high, the salaries too high. Who's paying the salaries? You are, you yeah. assholes. Same thing with uh, baseball. Salaries are too high, but yet you get an illich that throws things away. Because before you had the Prince Fielder $200 million contract, who was making the most money? No one near two hundred million yeah, bucks. Yeah. Nobody near. And then all of a sudden that became the floor. Yeah. You know, and up we go. It, it'd be amazing to see how many people in in baseball alone make more than two hundred million. You know, for depending on it cares how long the contract is, you'll never mm-hmm. be there. You know, but now you got sports betting coming in in every casino, and and casinos are going all over every city. I don't, I can't remember any state. That's holding casinos out. Massachusetts, yeah. maybe? You know, New England, maybe? Vermont, maybe? Because they go, look, easy money, easy money. Mm-hmm. But there's one thing that you said years ago. That easy money comes from Joe Average. Yep. And that Joe Average money doesn't have now money to go to, to that restaurant or buy that car or go to Joe's 
the hardware store, you know, easy money. All mm-hmm. that money is like one big vacuum. Yeah. You know, so that easy money is not easy money. It's just subtracting. And again, if you go to a casino and you give me 10 bucks, I'll give you three bucks back with a bunch of bright lights and a ding, 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 and you'll mm-hmm. feel happy about yourself. Yep, yep. And you hear some of the promotions on the uh, commercials now for the sports betting. Oh, we'll give you $100 if you bet a dollar that uh, somebody's going to get a hit tonight. Yeah. And, well, yeah, the $100 isn't actually money. It's site credit, which means what? Which means you got to put a bunch of money into your account and churn it a number of times over a given period of time in order for you to not forfeit the site credit. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so that, that 500 bucks they're giving you isn't really $500 U.S. currency. It's their money that they printed it, up in their background. Right, right, and you can't withdraw it. You have to actually generate winnings in your account from the money you put in but that is supplemented yeah. with the site credit. Right. So it isn't actual money. And what happens is they have already worked it out. They've got their actuaries and their accountants. They're hitting their calculators, figuring this stuff out, saying, okay, we know that we put that site credit in there. We get them to churn the account. Uh, X number of percentage of times they're going to lose it all okay so we got a few that it's actually going to come out ahead but we know on balance over the range of time we're going to win because why because they're not in the business believe it or not of handing out money yeah even though they they want to oh we got the best odds here we pay out the most here we'll give you six hundred dollars seven hundred eight hundred no make make it rain yeah. Big winnings here. That's always the lure. You know, it always sickens me when I see these uh, Michigan lottery commercials. And it's like you're talking about, oh, oh all the money you're going to win. And the proceeds go to education. Yeah. Proceeds? Except- what do you mean proceeds? I thought you were giving money away. Yeah, they are. And then when you take a look at, all right, so the proceeds say they made a million dollars in proceeds. How many school districts you have in Michigan divided by a million? Yeah. All right, everybody gets their 81 cents. Party on, Garth, but, but somebody no, got no, the cut. There's substantial money that comes off the lottery that goes to education. And what they did is that money replaced other money that was going to education that now gets reallocated somewhere else. So it isn't a net increase to education. It's just displacing other dollars. <laughs> it's bait and switch. Do tell what what shocked me when you were talking about this off mic, because we have a few to go, but we want to make damn sure that we get this in. For the folks who are betting, here's your tax bill, and here's Ken Pocket to tell you how that works. Okay, normally and you go to a casino and you sit down at the roulette table, and you play for a couple hours. And you walk away from the table, and you have either a net gain, a net win, or a net lose, Okay. And if you have a, because you're winning and losing all the time, back and forth. From the time you sit down to the time you get up, that is a session. And during a session, you're able to offset winnings and and losses. When you're gambling online and you place a bet on a game, how do you batch that bet with other bets and call it a session? Because you're not physically anywhere. What you're doing is every time that you hit a win, let's say that you have 20 bets and 
10 of them pay off, 10 bucks each, you win 100 bucks. The other 10, you lose, and you lose 10 bucks each, you lose 100, you net out zero. You're break even, right? And you say, right. oh, well, yeah. good. Problem is, the $100 that you won is taxable income. Well, yeah, but I lost money, so I can write that off. Theoretically, yeah. But gambling losses are an itemized deduction. In our current environment where we have a large standard deduction, very few people itemize their deductions anymore. So you basically lose the benefit of the deduction. So you, you're churning your account during the year. You're, you're a happy clam and you get to, oh, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not ahead, but I'm having fun. Well, you're having fun, you get to the end of the year, and all of a sudden you got this taxable income sitting there. Yeah, well, right now that's not necessarily going to be reported to internal revenue but guess what the guys in congress are paying attention that's going to be fixed you're okay. fired oh nope that's an epic fail epic fail yeah so i mean and, and i've had i've had people try to tell me that i was wrong that, that doesn't work that way but it does so, you know, kind of the interesting interesting ins and outs of sports betting. There's going to be a lot of surprises that people are going to get hit with. And uh, they don't know. And you're certainly not going to be told by the uh, the online casino. Because they don't want you to worry about taxes. They want you to keep churning that account. Yeah, which makes everything even more weird, doesn't it? Yeah. Quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, because people think that you, all of a sudden that this is they're going to walk away from this pretty easy. You know, and they're not. No, no, no. the taxes are are, are, are going to be insane. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's kind of the the one thing that we were talking about too. It was like you you don't. It's not like you win five dollars today and you go, well, there's no tax on that, and mm-hmm. then you win five dollars next week. Now I've won ten dollars. Mm-hmm. Okay, now you're taxed on ten. Okay, the next week you win another five dollars. You got fifteen. Now you're taxed on fifteen. You're not when you're not taxed on five five five. Right. Well, in theory, five, 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 but five, yeah. five, five uh, together. It's fifteen, and yeah. and it, you know the rules need to be updated because I was looking at the W uh, two G rules today. That's the form W2G. that is sent to you, that's given to you by the uh, casino. So if you hit a certain dollar amount, depends on the game that you're playing. You hit a certain dollar amount, they're going to report it on W two G. So they wow. need your social security number. Now, what happens is there's also rules regarding withholding. Certain winnings are subject to withholding. You take the money right out of you right there at the casino. And I would imagine with all the money that's being generated on on, uh, online betting that that is going to be subject to these rules as soon as they get around to passing it. Because that's a lot of money that's available to the federal government. And I cannot believe that they're just going to sit there and sleep through it. So the bottom line kind of is, if you're going to bet now, bet now, you know, if you're going to do tax or if you're going to do a sport betting without paying your taxes on it, this is your, the, the year. Yeah, but then you really think there's a lot of people out there saying, yeah, well, I'm going to bet now and then I'll quit. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's why they have, the, that's why on these ads at the end they say, got a gambling problem? Call this number, 1-800-DON'T-CARE. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> 1-800, boy, I hope you have more. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like they go, 
Because uh, if you ever call one of those things up, you go, hi, I'm Bob Smith, I have a gambling problem. And they go, for what casino? And you go, for MGM, that's where I, I lost all my money. And they go, great, we just upped your credit to another $5,000. Come on by. <laughs> we like yeah. people like you. You're going to be lucky this time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I feel it. It's you know? only a matter of time before your luck turns. Yep, there you go, bussy. And here's the interesting point we're that you kidding, made, we're kidding, that you made last week. Yeah, is it isn't sold on the basis of luck when you're doing sports betting. No, it's I know more than you. Yeah, and that's how I got rich. Yeah, because it's some macho thing about that. Yeah, you know, it's like, well, how did you afford this car? Well, I bet Alabama was going to short Baylor. You know, okay. and I knew it was going to happen. Oh hell yeah, it was so obvious. Yeah, and that's why we play. Because did you see who's and sport money, who is the hottest ticket in sport betting? Who's that? Sail along with us, your Detroit Lions. Oh. Because people are betting that, I mean, I guess, shorting, I guess, uh, that they're going to go to the playoffs. Playoffs. Because they look so good so far oh. that the playoff, it's like $9 million to one. So I mean I mean I'm, I'm kidding, but I mean it's the the it's astronomical, you know. So if you put down ten bucks, you'll buy yourself a good car afterward, you know. If they make the playoffs, and so they're the hottest ticket in town. What are you gonna lose? Ten bucks? Come on, ten bucks? Come on, you know. Put twenty bucks and you get even double that amount. You know, come on, put a hundred bucks down and you say, oh, I put a hundred bucks down and now look at me, I bought this brand new mansion. You know, yeah. come on, come on, it's a hundred bucks. You'll blow that in a minute. You know, don't go to those one hour. You know, the funny thing is when we went to the slot machines, people were paying, are playing the penny machines, you know. Huh. Subsequently, though, and this is something that you'll like being a CPA. All right, so you play the penny machine and you go, okay, that's cool. Or you play the quarter machine. All right, but in order your first bet in on the penny machine if you play it all, is 260 So that's, you know, more than a quarter. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, to play. Okay, so 26 in play, or you can play the quarter machine, but boy, you're really looking like you're doing much. So now you do 10 lines of that, that's $2.60 in a penny machine. <laughs> Gone! Yep. You know, but you're playing a penny machine, so how bad could this hurt? I mean, all right, so you can't. So if you play 260 twice... You know, that's more than your five bucks. So you can't play 260 twice. So either you don't play the same amount, you know, you play only five lines and you get eight cents back, or you put in another five and then after a while it starts equaling out, you know. And so it's like genius move. If you're going to be playing the penny machines thinking you're going to lose a nickel at a time, a mm-hmm. dime at a time, we'll look at you. Uh-uh, man. You're losing about as much as you would have done in, in the quarter machine. Well, here's the thing, too. <clears throat> The way gambling works, the more, the longer you play, the more certain you are to lose. So if you want to be there all night and keep pulling that handle over and over and over and over and over again, yeah. chances are you're going to walk away lighter. Okay? Oh, sure. Now, the way to, to, to gamble, if you really want to gamble and you want to do it the logical way, you take, you take all your money, bet it all at once. Okay? You either hit or you don't. Yeah. And if you hit, you're ahead. 
and that's it. And if you and don't, walk away. you drove all that way for one shot. For one shot. Okay. Right. So, I mean, the idea that being that, well, I'm going to play. Well, yeah, you're playing, and you're basically giving money away. But uh, if you, again, your best bet is to play once. Yeah. Hit or miss. Yeah. Because the longer you go, the longer the averages are going to work against you. Nope. That means the machine is just loading with <coughs> money, and the more money you put in, it breaks, and then there you go. It bursts. <laughs> there you go. Just like, I mean, this isn't the old quarter machines where they actually literally had quarters in there, and they would spit them out and they make that ting, 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 name and thing. But then you walk past people, and you see, like, ding, 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 ding. See, you walk, and you'll stop, and you'll watch how much money that they're winning, you know, but you, and you go, well, I can do the same thing, but what you do is you don't stop in front of the people who are losing. You keep walking. Right. That would be you, yeah. you know, you, and then how many people have you walked past that are losing to that one person that's ding, 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 you know, and you go, gosh, that could be me. No, yeah. man, it's, it's, again, I'll help you out. I'll, I'll go to the MGM, give me a 10, I'll give you four back, and I'll give you a, a light show. I'll have two flashlights. I'll put them in your eyes. Ding, 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 ding. There you go. You're a winner. Get out. You know? Now you feel good about yourself. You walked away with at least something. Yes. You know, because that's how people rationalize it. Well, we walked away with something. We got nothing. I mean, it's, it's really one of the very few times that you give up money and you literally get nothing. You know? Okay, great. I mean, think about how many times you've ever gone to a casino. How many times have you broke the bank? And I don't know anybody that's broke the bank. No. I know there's people that play religiously the lotto every Monday. Mm -hmm. And they come in with a, a gaggle of people. And it's, I guess it's like $3 a ticket or something like that now. And and they've done this for years. Never hit. No. Never hit. And, you know, you get these people, they, 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 they play certain numbers. Mm -hmm. It's like, it doesn't really matter. You ever hear of randomness? Yeah. And the thing is, the numbers don't have a memory. So there's no, well, it's due to come up. No. No. Yeah, true. Totally random. They're all independent of each other. There's no such thing as something being due. Right. Yeah. Or you got those things where they'll sell you the lotto tip sheet. <laughs> you know, or those, what used to be very common was the apps for your phone that would tell you, you know, here's what the new lotto numbers will probably be. Mm -hmm. Based on what probability, do you know how, how many numbers are out there? There's a word called infinite, yeah. which means you couldn't think of enough, you know. And so you have, you know, these machines are programmed to infinite. You know, there, there's no way. Well, let's see, six, seven, eight was on for the last three weeks, so that means six, seven, nine is due this week. <laughs> Just give me the ten bucks. I'll give you back three yep, bucks. I'll put it. the laser things in your eyes. And we'll be done with you. Them. Won. Yep. Yeah. Talking about which, we're taking you a little bit over. What didn't we talk about in one minute? Oh boy, we didn't talk about the Lions preseason game against the Steelers. Wait, uh, you I asked, the asked me earlier if I'd watched any of it. I said no. I looked at my phone, saw it was twenty-six to nothing. Went on with my evening. Yeah. Oh, I can I can absolutely positively see why. Oh, us. You know, it was so awful, and now you're seeing that your um, that your your coach <laughs> isn't really that wasn't your coach. He was charismatic. Again, you know what you know what the owner fell for fell for uh, this guy. 
Hang on. You sold you you fell for a great line. You sold for a great presentation for somebody you know damn well should not have been sitting in that seat. Yep. You know? But it was golly gee and let's bite the kneecaps and all that stuff. Yep. And now you're seeing, you know, well they're going, Well, you know, we had all of our second place guys playing against, you know, their first string and your second place guys sucked. You know, yeah. so if you're first place guys, you know, there's a reason why you didn't play them. Because you didn't think they're A, going to work well, or B, they're going to get hurt. Yeah. And and let's face it. <clears throat> it's a loss. This year, this year is a loss anyway. By far. Okay. You just don't have much talent out there. You. You know, for everybody out there that's thinking, well, Jared Goof might be the, uh, the answer, or he might be good enough. Or Mr. Swift. Or whatever. I mean, yeah, dream on. I mean, this team's been selling this kind of bullshit for... A long time. How long did you see about the about Swift may or may not be playing for the full season? He's still hurt. Yeah. You know, he's hurt worse than people knew, and now you can't hide it. Yeah. You know, so now you, you have that long litany of these Bafo running backs who are going to be your lead running back, your feature back, <coughs> and ow, ow. You know, there's your China doll, which means you don't have a running game. Which means... Now what? Hello, number one pick. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. Oh sure. You know that's our Super Bowl. Yeah. You know with the off season. God love us. You know seriously. But talking about seriously, we said fifteen. We did. So we're a little over that. But come on over and see us on Peen uh, Book, won't you? Pod <laughs> <laughs> Bean, won't you? Thinking about sports books. You know, drop by, say hi. If you didn't hear us live today, you can always come by there and you know take us to the casino with you. We know how to get you lotto numbers. Just pay us five ninety nine. You know what is kind of funny listening to like old eighties commercials. Mm-hmm. Three ninety nine the first minute, dollar twenty five for the next. Kids, get your parents' permission. You know, <laughs> like that was ever ever going to happen. You know, it was like and all those like phone cards that you had to dial in. Those all that stuff is crap. Anyways, so for uh, us two here, and Susan will be in Cincinnati coming up Saturday. So she's bringing Granny and, and the guy from. The hot corner. We'll be all going down to Cincinnati. So we uh, wish them well and give us their condolences for the reason why they had to go down there. Uh, but we'll be at uh, Three Rivers, and not the stadium, but Three Rivers, Michigan, to go see the uh, the Air Fairfield Drags. And I'm telling you, it sounds like a bunch of fun. So for myself and the Super CPA Ken Pocket and Mark Melichek, who may be in Cincinnati. Pick a state, Texas. There you go. We'll see you again next week on the Detroit Sports Authority. Bye. Bye.